Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to my episode, my lovely friends, gents, and women. Hope everyone's having a great day because I am. I'm very excited to talk about this topic. And my topic and my episode is called Women Incarceration. The only bad news that I do have right now is Miss Joy Love, who was going to be on my episode, is back incarcerated. So the show is still going to go on, though, by all means. Um, luckily, she is on TikTok. I will post that in the link description down below. And she has a YouTube page. So you, when she gets out, she'll see if you guys choose to ask her more questions, if I don't answer them all. Um, she's a sweet lady. I've met her in person because I worked. I haven't worked, but I volunteered to be in the prison with my aunt. She's worked in the prison for 23 years. So, you know, we went in and we would go and feed the inmates and stuff. So I've met her in person and she's a sweet lady. Okay. And by all means, every crime doesn't make you a monster. I'm going to say that, okay? Just to put that out there, because some people feel like because you're in jail, before, because you're in prison, you're a monster, you deserve to be in there, blah, blah, blah. But I hope everyone takes the time out to really think, you know, not everybody's a monster. Some things you do because you're in a predicament. Some things you do out of hatred and some things, you know, it, it's not okay. But overall, not everybody in prison or jail, or in the lighthouse, because people that's incarcerated still get to go to the lighthouse, but that's for another episode, they are not monsters, they're just like us that made a bad choice, okay, so, Miss Love, Miss Love, Miss Love, first, when I first met her in prison, um, she had a scar, she has a scar coming from her ear down to her lower lip, um, she got that fighting in a bar, um, also, her hair was corn rolled back, but she had the prettiest melon skin ever, like, she was a beautiful lady, even with that mark, but if you heard that she went to jail for drugs, you'd be like, hmm, you sure she went to jail for drugs? Because she was a beautiful lady, and most of the time, when you hear drug charges, you think they're on drugs, okay, but no, let me say this, I used to, because I was ignorant, but I would think, when I heard drug charges, you do drugs, okay? Not selling, but you do. But that wasn't the case with her, okay? Miss Love, um, she went to jail for six years. No, she went to prison, I'm sorry, for six years based off of a drug raid. Um, it was five of them, three girls, and two men. But she was the only one that was the first-time offender. Um, she didn't go in depth. In the, when I was in the prison with her, she couldn't go in depth about her crime, okay, but what I can tell you is that she was very upset with how the sentencing went, because with her being a first-time offender, they didn't try to be lenient with her or anything, she off back had six years, that was the minimum, six years, so she was gonna do time anyway, okay, but she had to learn, you know, to cope with things different. But one thing she do regret is not following her mother footsteps. Um, her dad was never in her life, but she doesn't use that as an excuse on, you know, why her life went wrong with the decisions she made because it was based off her. But before we get off topic, I'm going to share one of the questions I asked her. Um... Because I've always wondered this and I've always heard stories. So I wanted to make sure it was true. One thing I did ask her was, 
do women get stripped on their periods? Okay. I really want to know that because, you know, when your period's on us ladies, we know it's either you heavy or you light or, you know, whatever. And she said, yes. And they strip you, strip you to where, you know, you got to squat, bend over and cough and all that. And she said she was embarrassed her first time going to jail because she had to do that squat. She had to cough. And she said when she coughed, it went everywhere. And that, I know that's the most humiliating thing ever. Okay. Embarrassing thing ever. I can't say that word. That's the most embarrassing thing. And she was like, people seen that. And she was like, that right there, when you first get in them doors and you hear it locked, but then when you have to go get, you know, pat down and search, that's one of the things that they don't realize they're taking away from you. Like you, your your privacy is gone, but they're they're it's like they're dehumanizing you. That's that's the best way I can say it, you know, because at this point, yeah, I get I did wrong, but do they really have to see me bleed and stuff, you know? So that was one thing. And she said also that was one thing she would like to change. Um about that. You know, at least give somebody if she cuz I asked her, I said if there was anything you could do in the prison to change or even in the system to change cuz jail anything, what would you change? She said she would change for first-time offenders and also change the privacy when it comes to stripping. And she said mainly her concern was when women have their peers and stuff, she shouldn't be searching for everybody, you know? So I get that. And she said for first-time offenders because she was a first-time offender and off back got six years. Six years. So I get that 100%. And, you know, I asked her, I said... I said, when the six years hit you and you went into the prison, like, were you depressed? Like, like, how did you, how'd you deal with it? And she said, going in was extremely depressed, depressing because she wanted to be free, but she wanted to be free to do the things that led her to prison, not be free to be with her family and learn her lesson, but she could say, because she still wants to do what she'd been doing. But then she said, after a while, being in prison became less stressful than being in the free world. And I get that 100%. And you know what? That's why a lot of people reoffend. okay? If you really want to think about it. Because in prison, yeah, you on a strict, you know, time frame. But you don't have to worry about eating. You don't have to worry about laying where your head, where you're going to go to sleep. You don't have to worry about paying no bills. You don't have to worry about that. All you have to worry about is following directions in these four little walls that's it and when you become accustomed to it then you tend to get used to it and then you it's just like okay i'm fine i'm content okay so i get that part and then she said um it was a break to reset on how it would how it was a break on how to get back to how she was raised because she was never raised that way she was never raised to do drugs. She was never raised around drugs. She said she just hung out with the wrong people and then led her to sell drugs. I asked her also, have you ever tried it? And she said no, because her fear was she'd be addicted to it. Um, she also said, which makes sense. Um, a lot of people think in prison, women just get girlfriends to get girlfriends or whatever the case may be, but that's another cope mechanism. Okay. When you go in there depressed, and some people don't have family that's contacting them, you don't 
have some people have the privilege of other families once you find another girl that's feeling the same and you guys comforting each other you forget about everything else or at least try to because that's your comfort and yes they did things in there they they had their fun to make them more relaxed you know and i can say this when the sheet is down don't go in that's what she told me and that's what i'm telling you when the sheet is down do not go in um i asked her as well did she have a girlfriend she said yes but she said when she got out they never contacted again she went back to going to her men she says just like i said a coping mechanism to where it gets your mind off of everything else okay um another discussion we had was about rape in prison okay because it's a lot of a lot of things with rape and sexual assault um by all means let me state this sexual assault and rape are two different things okay and it's not saying that one is better than the other that's not what i'm saying but there are two different definitions but they fall under the same category okay and one is no better than the other by all means and if you don't believe me you can do your research on it and if i'm wrong correct me please okay so i asked her did you see anyone get sexual assaulted by an inmate or a guard and she said she's never seen it like she's never seen someone like personally get raped touch anything but she said she knew someone personally that it happened to she was already in prison when she got there okay so she was already serving time and the only reason why she knew was because she had eight thousand dollars in commissary eight thousand not drug no drug dealers no rich people in the family no one in jail has that much money for commissary no one so when that happened she was wondering why so with them becoming friends she ended up asking and what it was was before she got moved to that prison whatever county she was in first she got raped by uh, a police officer a guard i'm sorry a guard they're both the same a correctional officer and what happened was when it came out and she you know went to press charges what they did was very disgraceful to me and it really hurt my feelings what they did was they gave they threw money at her they gave her that eight thousand dollars worth for food and they let the man off no time he still has his job he was just suspended and right there that's a problem in our system because you committed a crime doesn't mean you have no value to your life you have no value to your body parts when that man raped her not saying they should have took time off her but he should have got some time but because she's incarcerated it doesn't matter now let's sit and think let's just sit and think right now why is it always like this why is it okay for a um a guard to rape touch abuse mistreat any inmate and that's for males as well that's for males as well she even said sometimes guards would not let them go outside just to be spiteful guards sometimes would try to hold a lunch tray to be rude and be funny and it's just like you know rape is a whole nother subject but it's just like 
y'all they, they are not animals okay they did a bad crime or they did a crime that may not fit the social part of life but they are not animals to treat like any way so it was just like i don't get it i don't um but the, the friend that was raped that got the eight thousand dollars she is out as of 2019 she is out and i'm sorry i didn't say miss love was incarcerated um ooh, she served six years so she was incarcerated in 2014 not a lot 2012 i'm sorry 2012 because that was the year she got 2012 she was incarcerated okay um another question that i asked her that i thought was very important to be asked um what was the best thing in prison and what was the worst thing in prison and the reason i asked that because a lot of people are not asked that when they they get out of prison it's like no one cares or you have that one person that cares but the rest of the system don't and yes you're trying to make a change in the prison system by yourself but if it's just one of you it it i hate to say it but it doesn't make a difference you know so i asked her what was the worst thing about prison she said no privacy at all there was no privacy so when they're in the showers you know and your period is on and y'all all have that one drain and you don't have your shower shoes on or even if you have your shower shoes on my period water is going to touch your feet to get to the drain or you know also when us ladies periods are on and sometimes our stomach don't want to act right we all they all smell that toilet okay and then she said sometimes the sanitation was not up to par they didn't do what they needed to do to do keep it clean and sanitary she said it was very disgusting um i asked her what was the best thing and she said it made her look at people the same she didn't judge anybody different from the crime they committed because she said when you're in prison and you see all these different women in here the hardest ones be the softest ones and at first it took me a minute to like really think of okay what does she mean by that like like what i don't get it what she was saying was the people that try to act hard in prison they are the ones that been through the most they are the ones that's the most emotional ones they are the most vulnerable ones but they're sitting here trying to fight and uphold this image that's not them and i totally got that and it was so sad because she started crying that i started crying it, it it was sad because it's very true but that's in this world today if we take what she just said and just just think about it and connect it to the world and the society today everybody is trying to uphold an image that's not them because of the media because of the mind of itself because somebody feels like we should be something or someone else than who we are or you're judged to be you're judged because you're being yourself instead of that person they think you should be or you shouldn't be so it's just like when would a chain or the cycle break when can you breathe when can you just inhale and exhale and be okay like when is when is the time and i feel like the time is now the time is now see my time running now and and we have let me tell you guys we've talked the longest i've talked to miss true was same three hours 
three hours. Yeah, three hours. And we just talked and talked and talked and got off subject, but still talked. And I have so much to tell you guys. It just sucks that I can't keep going because I don't want to hold you guys' time up. Um, I know I answered like two or three questions, but what I hope you guys take from this, and we can even start up a little group chat or anything if you guys want to talk more or know more or if you guys want to help me go feed people in the prison we do women and men's just let me know the more the better um but ending this podcast i want men gents everyone to understand that it's okay to do wrong it's okay if you've committed a crime and been in prison it's okay if you've never been in prison. It's okay if you judged everybody in prison. It's okay if you look at them like they're monsters. But I hope after this podcast, you you really take the time to understand that everybody's not a monster. Some people have different predicaments and choices than you have in life. Some people don't have a loving home. Some people have a loving home. Some people don't have their father. Some people don't have that. Some people just don't have that structure in life. And not saying everybody's structure in life is a good one because baby is not. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is don't judge anybody because a lot of people need their help. It's time for us to inhale and exhale. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Have a great day.